Cancer Center broadcast booth. We've got a couple good days in a row. We're taking advantage. And you and I find ourselves with three clicks of the heels at the land of the Augensburg Free Academy Blue Devils. Baseball diamond as they take on the Malone Huskies. We've got a whole bunch of stuff to get to, but as I always do, I first start with you. I actually do care and appreciate that you listen. It means something to me as a conclusion of this year's spring sports season. We'll have been together for nine years, and all of a sudden, wow, when we hit to the gridiron in the fall, we'll be starting to celebrate 10 years together. So thank you very much for listening and all our sponsors that make it happen. Again and again, you hear me say, please go into these places, spend a little bit of your money, use their services, and we work things in a full circle here around the North Country. Well, your OFA Blue Devils, they had a game on Sunday, and they didn't fare too well against the Messina Red Raiders. They're trying to bounce back from that. Messina in the Central at 4-0, and and just like that, We'll take a quick break. You. Coach, just so you know, I've been doing this for nine years. I would never go through your shit. Oh, okay. There was a copy of a roster sitting there, so I just grabbed that. I know, but I don't go through people's stuff. And you could hear it because I'll be honest with you, I'm fired up to start this baby. Not only for the Blue Devils now to pound the heck out of the Malone Huskies, I hope, here this afternoon but for some own reasons. And let's break it down. The Central Division, the Messina Red Raiders, 4-0 in first place. The Malone Huskies and your OFA Blue Devils in a tie for second, both at 2-1. The Canton Bears in fourth at 1-1. The Potsdam Sandstoners in fifth at 2-3. The Governor Wildcats in sixth at 1-3. And and the Salmon River Shamrocks at 1-4. I'll be quite honest with you. I call it like it is. I give you the truth. I've been doing this for nine years. I never go through coaches' stuff. I was in the dugout of the Huskies just trying to find the lineup. I saw a copy. I picked it up. The coach made an accusation like I was going through his stuff. I don't play that way. I don't appreciate that, man. And I'm telling you, it kind of makes me upset. So I give it to you like it is. And now I hope the Blue Devils absolutely pound the snot out of the Huskies here today in this doubleheader and take both. Your Blue Devils, I mean, what can you say about them? Eight straight Section 10 Class B championships. They've had success. They continue to have success as this season goes on. But they did get derailed a little bit. It was prom on Saturday night. Then the boys had to play the Messina Red Raiders, who, again, sit in first place in the Central Division at 4-0. The Huskies in your Blue Devils at 2-1. and I am only broadcasting game one of this doubleheader here this afternoon. I'm getting to my daughter's lacrosse game after at Hewelton. So only game one we will be broadcasting. But I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you that these two games right here, right now, for both of these teams, decide whether they have a chance at the end of the year to maybe tie or beat Messina for the central regular season crown. Already with Messina out to a 4-0 start and having beat your OFA Blue Devils, having beat the Malone Huskies, They've got the other teams that aren't so good to play. So they're off to an extremely, really good start. For your OFA Blue Devils or the Malone Huskies to keep pace with the Raiders, they can't afford to lose today. If one of these teams loses two, they're definitely out for the regular season crowd. If they split, I still think it's going to be a tough chance. I think either of these teams have to win both games today, and obviously your Blue Devils would love to do that. Leapfrog themselves into second place and sole possession here of that 
and stay one game behind the Messina Red Raiders. So when they do face the Raiders again, they've got that chance to beat them. We'll talk about the starting lineup and more when we come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. In the market for a great pre-owned vehicle? Now's the time to stop by and see us at Mort Backus & Sons. Whether it's a car, truck, or SUV that you're looking for, we've got a great selection all set and ready to go. Stop by and see our friendly professional sales staff on Route 68, and we'll take the time to help you out and make the right decision for both your vehicle needs and your budget. And feel free to check out our entire inventory online at mortbacchus.com. Find your next pre-owned vehicle at Mort Backus & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for 65 years. Thank you. Have a nice day. Ugh, did you see all that tobacco marketing in there? Marketing? I didn't see anything. Come on, they had a whole display of cigarette packs. That's tobacco marketing? Yeah, it's in our convenience stores, gas stations, drug stores. And studies show the more of it kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. Wow, our kids have seen enough. How can I protect them from tobacco marketing? You can take action at TobaccoFreeNYS.org. Brought to you by Reality Check of St. Lawrence County. 713-4861. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. I mean, it is special when we get to actually play baseball or softball or whatever sport it is two days in a row and be able to broadcast yesterday at Lisbon doubleheader against the Morristown Green Rockets. Good games in which both the Knights come out victorious. And, well, we'll see in this doubleheader here this afternoon, it's a big one. And the Raiders lead atop the Central in first place right now, starting to run away a little bit 4-0. The North Country's home for the National Football League, ESPN Radio, AM 1400, WSLB. header here this afternoon, but we will only be bringing you game one here this afternoon, your OFA Blue Devils. At home, going to start on the diamond defensively. Who's it going to be on the hill? It is senior Ethan Baldwin, and this young man has pitched very well this season so far. No doubt about that. He's got a couple victories, and a look for another one today. Backing him up in the catcher's position is senior Hayden Ives, playing first base this afternoon. Jackson Jones, the young man over at second base. It is senior Jacob Sharp playing third base this afternoon, senior Mitchell Breno, and in the shortstop position, senior Jackson Triano out in left field, senior Gavin Amo playing center, Connor Griffith for your OFA Blue Devils, the junior. And out in right field to close things out defensively for head coach Larry Mahaffey, it is Grant LeBeau. Another senior for your OFA Blue Devils. I forgot to mention, I think, Jackson being a junior. So that is the lineup defensively, the Malone Huskies. Dawson Schwartz to lead them off in the first spot. Jake Van Steenberg in the second. 
Brendan Sulia in the third. Dalton Sheff in the fourth, cleanup spot. Anthony Lamica in the fifth spot. Pat Poor, Poopor in the sixth spot. Callahan Rogers in the seventh. Keith Schaefer in the eighth. And Adam Fakir in the ninth. That is the starting lineup for the Malone Huskies here for game one of this doubleheader. Again, we will only be broadcasting game one. And because it being a doubleheader, this will be a six inning game. Your Blue Devils around head coach Larry Mahaffey getting the pep talks after the loss to Messina on Sunday. Not a good showing by your OFA Blue Devils. Some say prom showed up. Your OFA Blue Devils did not as they lost seven to nothing in that contest. And let's see if they play better defense on the diamond. And they got a tough team coming in their house here this afternoon. Baldwin, a right-handed hurler. Some pitch against Governor, phenomenal performance. And then in Potsdam, a phenomenal performance as well. And we'll see how the Malone Huskies respond to the pitch and the speed of this young man, Ethan Baldwin. When we get to it, I think for the Huskies here this afternoon, Jake Van Steenberg will be on the mound. We're getting ready to rock and roll here for this first inning brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Youth Decide. Again, can your Blue Devils pick up from the loss on Sunday? A big double header here this afternoon. And just in case you're joining me, with Messina at 4-0 and in the Central, Malone and OFA at 2-1, and these two games really have to pretty much do with how the season will go as far as will they have a chance to maybe earn a share or possibly win the Central regular season crown. Messina is a step ahead. They've already beat Malone. They've already beat your Blue Devils once. So if you're going to stay pace with the Messina Red Raiders and chances to, A, yes, maybe share the title, or B, win the title outright, you've got to stay within one game. Both are within one game right now. So I feel that both of these teams here this afternoon have to win both games if they want to keep pace with the Raiders. Now, they don't have to win both games. It's not detrimental. Everything's not coming to an end. But as far as the game is concerned, looking ahead and the regular season crown, which is coveted in baseball and high school baseball here in Section 10, there's a lot of good teams. Well, you look at things like that. And now the senior here, Dustin Schwarf, will come up to bat for the Malone Huskies. Baldwin gets ready. Here comes the first pitch, and right down the middle of the pipe with some speed. No balls, and one strike is your count. On deck is Van Steenberg. Sulia in the hole, a curveball that's chopped foul behind the batter and the catcher. Malone in their white pants with the thin green stripe up the side, the green jerseys, white numbers on the back. They're a company down and in the third base side dugout here at OFA, your OFA Blue Devils in their gray pants, thin blue stripe, bright blue jerseys, white numbers on the back. They're a company in the first base side dugout, and now one right down the middle of the plate, and Schwarf goes down with the strikeout. So an early strikeout rung up in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union cake out. One better, one strikeout. And now Van Steenberg, the pitcher for the Malone Huskies here this afternoon. We'll step into the right-handed batter's box. Baldwin agrees with eyes. Kicks that left leg up. Here comes the pitch, and that is just outside 
Bounces off the dirt, back to the cage. No matter, nobody on. One ball and no strikes. Suli and our Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Shorf in a hole for the Huskies. Kicks up the leg. Here comes the pitch. Banana Beauty right down the middle of the plate. It is very quiet. Mofe coach is urging the players to talk out on the diamond. Here comes the fire and a beautiful curveball. Fooled the batter. Now two strikes here on Van Steenberg. That is one thing sometimes that can happen. Baldwin is a solid pitcher, and he can often lull the other team to sleep, and at the same time, not in a bad way, but his own defense. They've got to pay attention on the diamond. They've got to be ready. They cannot rely that he is going to get the K's in the ounce with every batter. Here comes the pitch. There's the fire, and that right down the middle, a beauty, and that is strike two, or excuse me, strike three, the second strikeout for Baldwin to begin this game, and now Sulia will come up to bat for the Huskies being on deck. Sulia, another right-handed batter here for the Huskies. And now Baldwin gets set to deliver the first pitch. It's a touch of gray. As a grateful dead would say, a beauty of a curveball. It falls across the plate for strike one. A little bit patches of blue sky, sun trying to shine through, but the clouds are thick and pretty much gray. A little bit of white to them here that cascades over the diamond in Augensburg Free Academy. Here comes the next pitch from Baldwin. Swung on grounder towards second. Picked up. Throw to first in time. So Sulia, 4-3, put out in the books. No runs for the Huskies, no hits, no errors. There was nobody left on base. Your Blue Devils, they're going to send Sharp, Ives, and Baldwin up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Strike three, you're out. Now what's going on? You haven't hit the ball for weeks. The cold showers at home are killing me, Coach. My old water heater isn't putting out the hot water it used to. Sounds like this player needs a Bradford White water heater. All the hot water he'll need for showers, laundry, and the dishes. Gas, electric, tankless. Have your contractor get a Bradford White water heater at Potsdam Messina and Governor Plumbing Supply or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. There's the pitch. Oh, is he ever hot now? Buster's Delicious Burgers are 8 ounces, grilled, seasoned, cooked medium well. Have you tried the Bill Burger? Comes with a mild wing sauce, crumbly blue cheese, lettuce, tomato, red onion, mayo, and bacon. Tasty. Tough choice, though. Buster's House Specialty, the Ritzy Chicken, tender chicken breast, hand-breaded, deep-fried, over-fettuccine, topped with their own Alfredo sauce. And then there's always the Jeter Quesadilla that talks to me. Grilled chicken, spinach, crumbles of bacon, cheddar jack cheese, tomatoes, and ranch dressing. Which one do you want? Get it at Buster's in Augensburg or can. Too good to have just one. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. The Malone Huskies in the top half of the first went one, two, three, and now it's your Blue Devils' turn to come up here. Boys, high school baseball central division matchup. Game one of a doubleheader here. This afternoon, we will only be broadcasting game one. It's a six-inning game. Your Blue Devils led off by Jacob Sharp here this afternoon. Hayden Ives bats in the second spot. Ethan Baldwin in the third. Jackson Toronto in the cleanup spot. 
Connor Griffith bats fifth today. Mitchell Brennis, Breno, excuse me, in the sixth spot. Jackson Jones in the seventh. Grant LeBeau in the eighth. And Gavin Amo batting in the ninth spot. For head coach Larry Mahaffey and assistant coach Steve Pearson. The Malone Huskies, we talked about them earlier. Jake Van Steenberg on the hill. Catching is Lamica at first base is Rogers. Playing second base this afternoon, Pupar. And at third is Schaefer. Playing shortstop is Schwarf. And out in left field this afternoon is Lamica, Sulia out in center field, and Fakir out in right field. And Malone Huskies, they are coached by a warm and very fuzzy coach. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> and now the Blue Devils come up to bat. Jacob Sharp in the right-handed batter's box. And here comes the first pitch. He sizes it up. It was a beauty right down the middle of the plate out of the right hand of Van Steenberg. And strike one. Eyes on that ball in the hole. Kicks it left leg up. Does Van Steenberg not very hard? A beautiful curveball and swinging, missing his chart. Steenberg has had the ability over the years to successfully lead off your Blue Devils, whether it's hits, errors, walks. You name it, but he's going to have to battle back. Here comes the pitch. Curveball swung on. Three hopper to short. Short picks it up. Looks like a solid throw to first. It is. And Jacob Sharp is retired. 6-3 in the books. A good job by Sharp to put a bat on the ball with a third strike coming in. But a good play by the short. Foul the ball up the way you should. And now Hayden Hines will come up to bat in the right-handed batter's box. Baldwin in the on-deck circle. Tryon in the hole here. Fear of a Blue Devils. Kicks up the left leg. The old pay girls look across the game getting ready to head out shortly to their game and deal with it. Comes a pitch and dropped a little bit. Needs. Chase a little bit with eyes on that one. No balls and two strikes. And just like Sharp had to try to do and protect the plate, so does Ives here now the rest of the way at this at bat. Here comes the fire and that hit Ives. So the Huskies had had him at no balls and two strikes. But on the third pitch, Ives goes to first. And we noticed that yesterday at the Lisbon game one time. There was a pitch just about like that right at the batter, and the batter actually got out of the way. And the first base coach for Lisbon Golden Knights is kind of like, you know, stand in there and take that and get to the base. And, well, diving back is the throw over to first. Safely is Ives. Balling up here in the right-handed batter's box. Toronto on deck and Griffith in the hole. The Huskies went 1-2-3 in the top half of the first. The Blue Devils, they look like they might go 1-2, but all of a sudden now they got some wheels aboard the bases and one down. Van Steenberg throws. Runner goes. Ball popped up in the infield. Second baseman between first and second right in the middle. Calls for it, has it in the glove, and that will be the second out. So Ives was not able to get over to first. Baldwin is retired F4 in the books. And we'll see what Jackson Toronto can do as he steps into the left-handed batter's box. Now, with a left-handed batter, if he can get it out into right field, very reasonable that Ives could be touching second and make his way to third. And with a big lead, he goes back to the bag and just 
gets back in time. Sliding feet first. Very close. On deck for your Blue Devils, if they go with two outs, is Connor Griffith. Important games this early in the season that I believe have to do with who potentially has a chance to win or share the crown. And a big shot and a base hit. No. A diving snow cone catch by the left fielder for the third out. Lamica making a beauty of a play for the Huskies. Triano is retired, F9 in the book that looked at first like it was going to be a base hit and dropped down, but Lamica closed it quick, came down, and the snow cone in the glove catch, and your Blue Devils, no runs, no hits, no errors. They do strand one. So just like that, we're through a quick inning of play. The Huskies come up. They're going to send four, five, and six in the lineup. Schorf, Lamica, and Pubor next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Hey, Augensburg, New York native Rick Carlisle, head coach of the Dallas Mavericks, to talk to you about the Carlisle Law Firm, focusing on personal injury, social security disability, and workman's compensation. Since 1961, the Carlisle Law Firm has been working to get people of the North Country the money that they deserve. Consultations at the Carlisle Law Firm are always free. If you've been hurt, don't try to handle your case yourself. For more information, visit PrestonCarlisle.com. The Carlisle Law Firm, working hard for hardworking people. I need business cards. I need yard signs. I need some posters. I need brochures and flyers. I need invitations. I need copies made. I need these laminated. I need to send this overnight. I need to ship this out. I need to get these documents notarized. Ten different people. Ten different things needed. One solution. The UPS store in Ogdensburg. Price Chopper Plaza, minutes from the bridge. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of boys high school baseball here this afternoon. Thank you very much for listening. Well, we find ourselves Ogdensburg Free Academy, your Blue Devils hosting the Malone Huskies. We go to the top of the second, 0-0 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard with Messina already at 4-0 and have beaten your Blue Devils in the Huskies and OFA and Malone tied for second at 2-1. This doubleheader here today, these games each won at, after each one is over at a single time is important in itself. I believe, to be quite honest with you, if the Blue Devils want a chance to share the Central Division regular season crown or maybe win it, they have got to take two from Malone here this afternoon. Ethan Baldwin gets ready to begin his second inning of work and right down the middle of the plate for strike one. It is Dalton Storff up here for the Malone Huskies. Mamacon Dekupor in the hole. Huskies went one, two, three in the first and now one right across the plate again. Once in a while, just like every pitcher does, maybe Ethan loses a little bit of control, but he has started this game, and he is just firing right now in the middle of the pipe on just about every ball, and he's feeling it today as this one right down the plate, but fouled down the first base side out of play. Even though it is a doubleheader, six-inning games, we'll only be broadcasting game one. My daughter's got a lacrosse game over at Hubleton. I was going to actually potentially broadcast that game, but I was able to broadcast those team teams earlier in the year and staying alive now. It's Schorf. 
doing a nice job getting two strikes down early in the count, now fouling a couple off. Digs himself back into that right-handed batter's box. Baldwin agrees with Ives here. Gets ready. Kicks that leg up good. Here comes the pitch and a good pitch. More on the inside of the plate and staying alive still is Schorf and fouls that one off. Now you have to wonder, maybe is it a time to waste a pitch here if you're Baldwin? Take him outside and then maybe come back inside. Let's see what he does. Here comes the pitch and a beauty. It was an off-speed pitch and Schorf called strike three and threw four batters. The young man has three strikeouts here. It's unbelievable. I don't have the stat right in front of me, but if I were just to guess, and I'm going to be pretty close about this, if while Ethan Baldwin is pitching your Blue Devils, let's say have gotten about 30 outs, about 23 to 24 of them have come via the strikeout. And now up to bat here is Lamica. Poupour on deck, Rogers in the hole for the Huskies. Somebody trying to bite first in this game, wanted a doubleheader. Here comes the next pitch, swing and missing. Is the batter. And quickly gets right back into that batter's box. And quickly, Baldwin agrees with Ives. He hasn't thrown hardly any balls. Here comes the pitch right down the middle of the pipe. That will be called strike three on Lamica. Fourth strikeout here for Ethan Baldwin so far to an inning and two-thirds worth of work. Again, honestly, if we're, if we're looking at five batters, I don't keep track of the balls in my head, but I would say he's throwing five, six balls max, if that, to be honest with you. And now we face the left-handed batter in Poopor. Here comes the pitch right on the corner, the outside on the left-handed batter. No balls and one strike. Man, I feel like I could put on the catching gear the way he's throwing right now. Just every one sweet as apple pie down the middle. Here comes the next one. And a beauty right on the outside corner, swinging and missing his poopor. And now all of a sudden, no balls and two strikes. Rogers on deck, shaper in the hole for the Huskies. If they go with two, but Baldwin trying to shut it down. Here comes a delivery, and that is swinging and missing for strike three, fifth strike out. K's out this side, and just like that, no runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base out of the six outs. He's mowed five of them down via the strikeout. But, hey, if you're the Blue Devils, let's go a little bit. Let's wake up. Prom was Saturday night. Prom came to Messina, but the Blue Devils did not apparently. Didn't hit the ball. They lost 7 nothing. Well, they've already went an inning without hitting the ball. They've got to start getting the bat on the ball here and getting things going back in the right direction. Will it be Griffith and Breno and Jones that does it? And they're due up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. At Community Health Center of the North Country, we believe giving you access to health care is only part of what we can do to build healthier communities. It's also about supporting transportation, food and housing, and other organizations' good work. After all, an economically strong North Country will also be a healthy North Country, and our team is proud to play its part in achieving that goal. Community Health Center of the North Country, where community is not just in our name, it's what we believe in. Find out more at chcnorthcountry.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. 
Alrighty, just like that. A wop, baba, loop, bop, lomp, bam, boom. You and I, as we zip into the bottom of the second inning, being brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country. It's not about your insurance or the ability to pay. Actually, they give a crap about your health care, man. And you can go there, and especially now to Augensburg soon, but they've got their location in Canton, Governor, Malone. They're even in Watertown. And they're just trying to help peeps out here in our communities, getting health care when they need it. And, well, your Blue Devils, they need to get hit in the ball, and they're going to rely on junior Connor Griffith to lead them off here in this bottom of the second. Mitchell Breno in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle and Jackson Jones in the hole here. Sun is starting to peek out a little bit through the gray clouds. Spotty blue here and there in the sky, and now Van Steenberg gets ready. Here comes the delivery right across the middle of a plate. And just as successful as Baldwin was in the opening two innings, Van Steenberg was very efficient in the first inning. He actually had two strikes and a batter and, and hit him, and that led to the only Blue Devil runner on. And now a foul down the third base side, and that will now run the count to no balls and two strikes against Griffith. little sunshine makes it a little bit warmer here out on the baseball diamond. And now the young man kicks up the leg. Van Steenberg delivers that right-handed pitch low in the dirt. And you see the chalk of white starting to go toward the Malone Huskies dugout here as that was the ball. One ball, two strikes. Here comes the next fire and just hanging outside a wee little bit. A close one. But count now is two balls and two strikes. Battling back is Griffith. Here comes the right-handed delivery and pitch in that inside. Three balls and two strikes. So after Van Steenberg threw two consecutive strikes, he's throwing three consecutive balls. And we got the old classic full count pitch in the game of baseball. Here comes the fire up high. And Connor Griffith, Primardi with a half a foot in the gray being down, no balls and two strikes. Climbs out of the coffin. And he's on first base here for your OFA Blue Devils. And now Mitchell Breno, the senior batting in the sixth spot. Comes up to bat here. Just in case you're joining me, 0-0 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. We are in the bottom of the second. Nobody has really, for either team, through these innings of play, flirted with scoring runs yet. They'll throw back to first, and Griffith is back in time. A couple times, the Blue Devils, they've stretched that lead. They like to run. And they've gotten back just in time. Van Steenberg will throw back again, and I'll tell you what, it's a good connection. He knows where to throw the ball. The first baseman knows where to get it and make the tag. And again, a close play, but safely diving back in head first was Griffith getting that dirty uniform. Here's the pitch high and inside. Griffith's going to go. The throw down to second, safely sliding in is Griffith. And with the walk and a stolen base, all of a sudden, the duck on the pond here for your OFA Blue Devils. Game one of a doubleheader here this afternoon. So six inning games here. We'll only be broadcasting the first one. Now ball popped up and just over the second baseman's head. Griffith to third. And he'll be held there. So runners on the corners for your OFA Blue Devils. Potential that Griffith could have made it, but when you have no outs, you, you 
generally think that guy from third might be able to get in. If there's one or two outs, you might think about sending him in that situation. Runners on the corners. Single for Breno, and Jackson Jones now steps into the left-handed batter's box. Blue Devils starting to warm up like we said they needed to at the bats a little bit. Runner's going to go to second. There's no throw to second, but instead back to third, but immediately going back to the bag was Griffith. So Blue Devils, runners on second and third with nobody down, and Jones here looking to get a big hit. LeBeau on deck, Amo in the hole. Here comes the pitch, and he looks and weighs that one up all the way. Came down into the strike zone for strike. No balls and two strikes. The count here to Jones. Got to find a way to battle here. Van Steenberg gets ready. Looks to third. Throws the pitch. Here it comes. Jones hits it foul. Down the third baseline over the Malone dugout and out of play. UFA Blue Devil dugout, or excuse me, diamond. Home plate sits closest to Big Cheese in the car wash. We look out into right field and way over the home run fence and the OFA Blue Devil football bleachers. We see the Edgar A. Newell Memorial Dome. For a while, we were doing our games a couple years ago back at the Boys and Girls Club. The Blue Devils have found their home back here, and now Jackson Jones with no balls and two strikes and runners on second and third. A golden opportunity. Let's see if he can try to battle back. Here comes the fire from Van Steenberg outside. One ball and two strikes. Remember, Van Steenberg had thrown two consecutive strikes to Griffith, but then a hard time getting the third one across the plate. Eventually walked him with four straight balls. Now Van Steenberg will throw back to third. Safely back in time is Griffith. So the Blue Devils a little bit have been nemesis on the bases. The Malone Huskies, no doubt, being smart, paying attention. Here comes the pitch, and that swung on foul over the Malone dugout down the third base side and out of play. But the one thing is if you are going to throw back to first and try to get the runner once in a while, if you're going to think about throwing to third, you've got to be fundamentally strong in doing that from the pitcher to whoever he's throwing to. And so far, it's exactly the way the Huskies have been in their approach uh, trying to get the runners once in a while. Here comes the pitch. Jones staying alive, fouling it back to the cage. Count remains one ball and two strikes. LeBeau and the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Amo in the hole for your OFA Blue Devils in this 0-0 baseball game here from Augensburg Free Academy. Here comes a pitch from Van Steenberg, and that is low and outside. And all of a sudden, Jackson Jones starting to win this battle here a little bit. Momentum starting to swing in his favor. Could be shut down with one solid pitch. Van Steenberg gets ready. Here comes the delivery outside. Three balls and two strikes. And you saw a little exasperation coming out of the body and face of Van Steenberg there, knowing like Jiminy Crickets, I'm pitching good. I just want to get another strike. And now he gets ready, kicks up that left leg. Here comes the pitch. It's a good pitch. Hard hit to second. They'll throw to first to get Jones, but that will get the runner in off a third to score Connor Griffith. Four three put out in the book to retire Jones, but being down, no balls and two strikes in the count. 
eventually battling your way back to drive it to the opposite side of the field and get that runner in off a third is a win. And the Blue Devils got a one nothing lead here on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard as LeBeau will step into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch, and that is a strike. So no balls in one strike. Amo on deck, and then back to the top of the lineup here for OFA Blue Devils, who are making Van Steenberg work a little bit in this inning. Here comes the pitch, and that swung on. That's a hard hit. That is over the head of the left fielder, all the way back to the wall. Coming in to score off a third is Mitchell Breno, and stand-up double for Grant LeBeau. And it's a 2-0 lead now on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. We talked about the Blue Devils not showing up and getting the bats out on Sunday at Messina. They didn't in the first inning, and they kind of started the need to get to them going. And, well, that was a ripped baseball hit right there. I mean, that was a line drive, not a pop-up. Nothing over the left fielder's head. A line drive for a double and an RBI for LeBeau. And now Gavin Amo into the right-handed batter's box. The Blue Devils under the arm of Ethan Baldwin. Sometimes they don't have to score a lot in some games. But I'd like to see the offense come out a little more and then get kind of rolling a little bit and maybe feel that for game two. And that is a strike against Amo. Again, I think if both of these teams are going to contend for a regular season, share the crown with Messina or win, and now swinging and missing is Amo for two strikes. They have to win both of these games. Messina is already a game ahead of them, have beat both of these teams. If you lose one today or both, you're not going to have a chance to win the regular season crown or share it. And now a beautiful pitch by Van Steenberg gets Amo looking, and that will be his first strikeout here this afternoon. And that is, more importantly, the second out for the Huskies here. And, well, it's all about minimizing damage sometimes when you're on the hill after you've given up some runs. And he's trying to do that now for the Huskies. And just got in this inning, down two to nothing here, and keep them in striking distance. Here comes the pitch, and that low off the catcher. Can't find it. Runner on the way to third and LeBeau. And now Torf will track it down. That was a tough one. Bounced in the dirt kind of off his cleat maybe, and back to the fence, and he wasn't quite sure where it went. And now all of a sudden the Blue Devils get that duck on the pond, quacking a little closer here on third base. We'll see if the leadoff batter with one ball and no strike sharp can try to get him in here. He's 0 for 1, grounded out to short in the first, and a ball up high. Evens up to count at 1 and 1. We have a couple days off on the North Country Sports Authority and then back in action on Friday. And then it's going to be a crash course from the rest of the regular season to the playoffs and the finish. Because, honestly, from now, playoffs, all going to be done in about a three, three-and-a-half-week span of time at the most. A strike, not a sharp. He's got two on him. Here comes the next one, and then, or excuse me, that now is the second strike. A beautiful pitch location right there by Van Steenberg throwing that one right on the outside corner. And now with two strikes, two outs, two-nothing lead. Here comes the pitch, and that is hit. Foul down the right field line, just past first base a little bit. And that is a prime location if he could field one in fair territory over in right field. 
But the Blue Devils have had success in this inning, getting the two runs off of a couple hits. Now Van Steenberg gets ready, kicks up that left leg. Here comes the pitch. It's low and outside, and a great job by Schorf to get out of the box quick and glove that ball down to keep that runner at third base in LeBeau. Leave 22 is your count here to Sharp. Eyes on deck. Baldwin in the hole if they go with two. Here comes the pitch. Low and outside. Excuse me. Ball four. And now runners on the corners. Firoa Fay Blue Devils. Dan Steenberg has had a little, little issue in this inning. Just trying once he gets ahead of the batters. He's got a couple strikes. Is to finish and get that third strike and that out. And now the head coach from the Lone Huskies will take just a second here. He'll come out, talk to his pitcher, talk to his catcher, just to make sure things are okay, and then we will get back to the action. Again, it was really great being out at Lisbon Central School yesterday against two teams that haven't gone against each other in at least three seasons, if not four, in the Morristown Green Rockets and the Lisbon Golden Knights. The Rockets didn't have enough boys to field a team. They had to take a hiatus out of the West Division for several years, and Lisbon, they had to do the same, and Morristown coming back last year, Lisbon coming back this year, so they were able to go against each other in a doubleheader. And I'll tell you what, Morristown is really young. They're going to have a good team in a couple years. Lisbon is even more younger, and they're going to be really, really good too in a couple years. And I really like some of the fundamental ball I saw being played by these young kids out of the diamond yesterday from the pitchers to the infielders and the outfielders. You know, of course they make mistakes. They're young, but... They knew what they were doing on the diamond. Like, even when they got walked, and now a runner will go to second, and the throw will just go back to the pitcher here. So Blue Devils runners on second and third. But even when some of the kids uh, had been walked, they were hustling down the first baseline in case maybe the pitcher got the ball back and, and dropped it or something. I mean, they were playing fundamental ball. They were getting down in the dirt and, and blocking balls with their body to go off their shoulders. I mean, it was really refreshing to see. It was much appreciated. And in the end, the Lisbon Golden Knights took two. I want to say 7-4 game one and 5-2 or 5-3 in game two. I was trying to do what he did last time and get back on, but swings and misses here. Baldwin on deck, Toronto in the hole. This bat in progress. Runners on second and third. One ball and two strikes to count here to Ives. This could be a big, big difference in this game early on here. Here comes the pitch from Van Steenberg. That is swung on base hit through the third and short. Out rolling in the left field. That will score two runs. LeBeau off a third. Touching third and coming in to score is sharp as well. An RBI single by Hayden Eyes and the Blue Devils continue to battle in this game with two strikes on them. A marvelous job done. They've got four runs. And the single for Hayden Eyes drives in two runs. And the boys have woken up here to smell the roses this Monday afternoon after not being ready yesterday against the Messina Red Raiders. Ives is now on first base. Baldwin will come up into the right-handed batter's box. He popped up to second base back in the first inning. Jackson Toronto on deck. And Griffith in the hole where it all started. And now pop up behind home plate. Drops for a foul ball behind the cage. So no balls, one strike. 
it seems that Baldwin, not in a bad way, but eager tonight when he's getting himself into that batter's box. Pop that first one up back in the first and pop that one up foul here. And now I... Oh, we have a pinch runner here for your OFA Blue Devils. That is Nate Jenkins, I believe. Hey, Niles will be able to get the catcher gear back on. So two down, but still live are the Blue Devils with a 4 nothing lead now in the bottom of the second. Here comes the pitch, swung on. Hard shot out into center field. Center field got on the beaten path, couple steps over his right and has it in the glove to retire Baldwin F8 in the books. But not before your OFA Blue Devils. They decide to wake up, smell the roses, get some hits here. They get four runs off of one, two, three hits. There was no errors in that inning. The Blue Devils did strand one. We now go to the the top of the third. Baldwin has come out. And he's been firing consistently strikes. But he's now had to sit a little while, which is a good thing, because if you're sitting a little while, your team's scoring runs. But at the same time, it could be a bad thing, because you're sitting for a little while longer than you normally would before you get out there to throw some more pitches. The Huskies, they'll send seven, eight, and nine up in the book. Rogers, Schaefer, Fakir, do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise. For starters, they love a nice, cold Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? Because it's delicious, it's refreshing, and it has zero sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf. Because who decided beef shouldn't have a buddy? And the drink with their feast? Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle. All the Golden Retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. No compromises there. Oh, and when they're bringing said Golden Doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. They're the kind of person jorts were made for. 50% jeans, 50% shorts, 100% the most comfortable thing that's ever graced your wardrobe. Not compromising never looked so good. So crack open a Pepsi Zero Sugar and taste what it's like to have it all. Pepsi Zero Sugar. All the flavor, zero the sugar, No compromise is needed. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back here as we begin this top of the third inning brought to you by the UPS store in Augensburg this afternoon. Just in case you're joining me, game one of a doubleheader here this afternoon, boys high school baseball, the Huskies at your OFA Blue Devils. And on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard, after the Huskies have not scored runs in either two innings to open up the game offensively for them, your Blue Devils scratch four across the plate in the bottom of the second off of three hits. And now a hit on the ground towards second base, fielded cleanly and easily by your OFA Blue Devils. And Rogers is put out in the books for three, and that will bring up Schaefer. Fakir on deck, and then the top of the lineup here for the Huskies. We will only be broadcasting game one of two very important games for your OFA Blue Devils. I firmly believe they need to win both if they have any hopes of sharing the regular season crown with Messina or perhaps winning it outright. If they lose a game today, I think their chances are jeopardized of that happening. Normally, that's not a big deal to win a regular season during the season. 
but I feel that the, the most coveted crown that you could probably win in the high school sports for a regular season is the Central Division. I feel like the Central Division is down a little bit this year, but generally it's got the best teams and the most competitive teams. And it's a really, uh, you know, it's a good regular season title to win. And now called strike three as I was chatting. Baldwin was mowing down Schaefer, and that is two outs now here. So eight batters have come up, and eight batters have been retired so far here to start this contest. They're looking to Fakir to try to get him going, the right-handed batter. Baldwin, your right-handed hurdler, throws heat right down the middle again. Like I said, he pitches phenomenal. He's pitched uh, some great games over the years, no doubt about it, during the regular season and the playoffs. Uh, once in a while, he loses a little bit of control for maybe an inning or two in a game, but he is on it today. I mean, as crisp as you can be fine in the play. And please, with all due respect, when I say every high school pitcher loses control, he only loses control for an inning or two, while most are losing it for three or four or five. And he strikes out Fakir, and that's the two, five, seven strikeout, eighth overall rung up in our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K-Count. No runs for the Huskies, no hits, no errors. They leave nobody on base. And, well, just like that, we go to the bottom of the third, Triano in the cleanup spot, and leading off the Blue Devils in this inning, Griffith on deck, and Breno in the hole here on the North Country Sports Authority. Style, agility, and sportiness are all combined into one with the Buick Regal and Regal Tour X at Mort Backus & Sons. The Regal lineup offers excellent driving performance, available all-wheel drive, and cargo versatility unmatched by many of the cars on the road today. For added peace of mind, the Regal is also available with an impressive list of safety features. Stop by and see our friendly professional sales staff on Route 68 or check us out online at mortbacchus.com. Mort Backus & Sons, taking care of the North Country for over 65 years. Thank you. Have a nice day. Ugh, did you see all that tobacco marketing in there? Marketing? I didn't see anything. Come on, they had a whole display of cigarette packs. That's tobacco marketing? Yeah, it's in our convenience stores, gas stations, drug stores. And studies show the more of it kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. Wow, our kids have seen enough. How can I protect them from tobacco marketing? You can take action at TobaccoFreeNYS.org. Brought to you by Reality Check of St. Lawrence County. 713-4861. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back as the wind picks up just a little bit here at Augensburg Free Academy. Boys High School baseball kind of blown in from center field as Jackson Tron and your OFA Blue Devils have earned themselves a 4-0 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard and look to get some more here in the bottom of the third after retiring nine up and nine down against the Huskies. And now a ball here to Triano on deck for your OFA Blue Devils. In that Carlisle law firm on deck circle is Griffith. Breno in the hole. Van Steenberg on the hill. Picks up that left leg. Here comes the pitch. Had a swung on right back up the middle. He knocks it down, but he didn't know where it went. And just as he picks it back up, didn't want to waste the throw. Admirable play not to waste the throw there. Oftentimes it's tough not to throw the ball 
and that sometimes can be one of the best plays out on the diamond. And that is a base hit for Jackson Toronto. A great job to get the glove on that ball and knock it down. He just didn't know that it dropped dead right in front of him when he did knock it down. And now Connor Griffiths, who got things kind of going with the walk, now looks at strike one. Left-handed batter for your OFA Blue Devils. He walked back in the second and came around to score. Toronto starting to take the lead off of first. Van Steenberg will throw to the plate. It is outside. One ball and one strike. Catcher will throw back to first, but easily back to the bag in time is Toronto. So what was it, since we're doing baseball, that Pablo Sandoval did last night for the Giants that hasn't been done in 114 years in the game of baseball? And I'm actually trying to figure out what the heck he even did. I read it quickly. I know that he came in and pitched. I feel like he had a homer and he did something else. He stole a base. He might have been the first player in 114 years to maybe hit a homer, steal a base, and then pitch an inning of uh, shutout baseball and no hits. And now a ball hit to Short. Short picks it up. We'll get the lead runner at second in time. Yes. Connor Griffith at first with the fielder's choice. Jackson Toronto out at second, and that will bring Mitchell Breno up. Runner on first and one down for your OFA Blue Devils. Breno, he got the bats really going in that last inning. Connor Griffith got it going, getting the walk. Then Mitchell Breno reached out and had a solid hit, and he looks to do the same in the sixth position in the lineup for head coach Mahaffey. Throw back to first, and they get him. He's in a pickle now. And luckily, as they threw to second, he got trucking back to first, did Griffith, to get out of that. And, oh, baby, I thought the Blue Devils were going to have their second out. But Griffith, by the skin of his chinny-chin-chins, is luckily back on first by the hair of his chinny-chin-chin, I should say, not the skin of his chinny-chin-chin. I'm losing it, man. I'm losing it here in game one of this doubleheader. And now Van Steenberg gets ready. Lead taken off of first. Here comes a pitch right down the middle of the plate. Sizing that one up was Breno the entire time. Van Steenberg has pitched well. The nemesis against him today is he's just had a tough time getting that third strike and out on the Blue Devils. And now here comes a pitch that has popped up in the infield. Just to the left of second base. Second baseman over to his right has the catch. And Breno retired F4 in the book. So now the Blue Devils, two outs against him. A runner on first base. And Jones, the junior, an RBI his last time at bat as he grounded out to second but got in that run off of third base. And now he's in the left-handed batter's box for the second time this afternoon and in back-to-back innings. Here comes the pitch. Runner's going to go. Here comes the throw to second, not in time. Safely standing up is Connor Griffith with the stolen base. Again, being a doubleheader, these innings, or excuse me, these games are six-inning games. We're broadcasting just game one here this afternoon, in which we hope your Blue Devils get the victory. And now a ball popped up, third base side out of play. Instrumental games early in the year for both the Blue Devils and the Huskies, if they hope to keep pace, 
with the Messina Red Raiders, who have already jumped off to a 4-0 start and have already beaten your Blue Devils and the Huskies. And now Van Steenberg gets ready, kicks that left leg up. Here comes the pitch and a beauty, a curveball that just broke in and found the outside corner of the plate, napped the knees. And now one ball and two strikes here to Jones. LeBeau on deck, Amo in the hole for your OFA Blue Devils. Here comes the pitch, swung on, far shot out into right center. That gets through the gap. It's going to roll to the fence. And coming in to score is Connor Griffith and Jackson Jones. Oh, standing on second with the double and the RBIs. Got a couple RBIs in this game. And again, the young man with two strikes is doing what he's got to do to get the runners in off the bases. And your OFA Blue Devils have now have a 5 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. LeBeau, RBI double, his last at-bat, and I mean a shot out into left field. And why aren't the girls lacrosse team, the Hubleton yet, for their game, I'm kind of wondering. All right. I think they're looking for their second win of the year. They might want to get there early and work hard and practice. Maybe they have a chance against the Dogs tonight. And now here comes the pitch, and that is fouled right back to the cage. LeBeau seems to be on it with his swings here. And he's looking to rip another as the wind picks up a little bit. The sun has disappeared behind those big gray clouds. But at least it's a little bit warmer than we've been having. Here comes the pitch, low in the dirt, good block by the catch to keep out in front and keep Jones at second base. How efficient have the Blue Devils been with two strikes on them, getting hits, getting runners around the bases, and getting runners in to score here in these last two innings. Very efficient. And now Van Steenberg gets ready to deliver the pitch, swing and missing as LeBeau bounces past the catcher. He's on his way to first. Catcher throws to first in time. LeBeau is out, official with the strikeout, second strikeout for Van Steenberg. But the Blue Devils do scratch another run across the plate off of a hit. There was no errors in that inning. They do strand one. And after three complete innings of play, your OFA Blue Devils five, the Malone Huskies zero. Normally, not a big lead to come back against. But so far, the way Ethan is pitching, and he's pitched well, and I mean really phenomenal, all season long. But he is not missing the strike zone in this game. I mean, he is high as a pistol. Will he continue it? We'll find out next as he'll face Schwarf, Van Steenberg, Sulia next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire because defending your tomorrow should start today. 
The St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union loves to reward its members. And right now, when you, yes, you, open a new membership at St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, you'll receive a free gift. And free is good. So how do you become a new member of the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union? Easy peasy. If you live, work, worship, or go to school in any part of St. Lawrence County, you can join St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union in Canton, Ogdensburg, and Potsdam, where people are worth more than money. Member NCUA. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. You and I, we clicked the heels three times. We put Toto in the basket and we landed ourselves here at Augensburg Free Academy as your OFA Blue Devils and Boys High School Baseball taking on the Malone Huskies here in very important games. It's a doubleheader here this afternoon. And Ethan Baldwin right down the middle of the plate continues where he started, throwing strikes here this afternoon. Schwarf is 0 for 1, struck out in the first. And now no balls in one strike. Van Steenberg in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle and Sulia in the hole here. Here comes the pitch and that inside evens up the count at 1 and 1. Oh, two balls in one strike. You know. Lucky they let the spice out to do these games, let alone keep track of the strikes and balls, right? I should get one of those counters. And now that a little bit low, three balls and one strike. Now the count here to the leadoff batter for the Malone Huskies, trying to battle themselves back in it, down five to nothing. As Baldwin gets set, gets ready, kicks that left leg up. Here comes the pitch, a beautiful pitch, a three-hopper to second, throw to first in time. And, well, with the speed out of the right hand of Baldwin, the three outs that the Blue Devils defensively themselves have got out on the diamond have all been second base to first base for the out. And now Van Steenberg, also 0 for 1, struck out in the first, comes into the right-handed batter's box. Baldwin with seven strikeouts through three and a third innings worth of work so far and throws a beautiful curve. Started in the inside and danced its way across the plate for strike one. Just in case you're joining us, Blue Devils five, Malone zero. Here comes the pitch, and that swung on foul down the first base side. Again with the Raiders in the central, leading the central at 4-0 already and have beaten the Malone Huskies and your Blue Devils. These are very important games. I feel if both teams lose one game today, they will not have a chance all of a sudden in the blink of an eye when the regular season over to maybe share or win that crown against Messina. Here comes the pitch, swung on, fouled back to the cage. Two strikes now on Van Steenberg trying to help out his own cause. A total of nine strikeouts, seven by Baldwin, two by Van Steenberg in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K-Count. Here comes the pitch, and that swung on, fouled. Over the dugout of the OFA Blue Devils, high in the air and way out of play. Baldwin gets ready. He's pretty much agreed with eyes on every pitch here this afternoon. Here it comes, and it's a beauty. Swinging and missing is Van Steenberg. That dropped, it looked like, about two feet with the curve. And now Sulia with two outs. We'll try to get going something going here for the Huskies. 
like I've said, in the games that Baldwin has pitched, he came in to relieve one inning against Watertown at one point in a non-league game. Uh, against Governor, he was absolutely lights out. Maybe, I think he might have thrown a no-hitter against Governor. It wasn't a perfect game. And then in Potts' game, he was lights out. And just a couple funky things happened on the diamond defensively late in that game. Uh, if you were to look at the score, it might mar it. But again, a brilliant performance. And right now, he's just having another gem out on the diamond here. And he's getting him down in the strike count early. Sulia got a strike here on him. And that last pitch, a ball. Eyes couldn't quite catch it in his glove. It rolled back to the fence, but no batter, no matter, nobody's on. Good old Doc Shea down the first base side in front of the Blue Devil dugout, taking some action shots. I mean, that's a guy, seriously, you know, when it comes down to it. I mean, is that guy going to be missed someday? And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I mean, you think about the years that he's been taking pictures of these kids and, and putting the, their stories in the paper and you feel good as a kid looking at your name in the paper. I mean, years and years, the sports knowledge that that man has, the stories that he has, and the job that he's done and he continues to do. I mean, God bless him. He is going to be missed someday, and hopefully it's not for a long time. And now with two strikes, is Sully in the right-handed batter's box. A curveball that just dropped too much and too low in the dirt. <clears throat> Steps away, takes a practice cut, does Sulia. Now we'll step back into that right-handed batter's box. Baldwin gets ready. Kicks up the left leg. Here comes the pitch, and that is called strike three. The ninth strikeout this afternoon. Twelve have been up for the Huskies, and twelve down in a row for the Huskies. I'm not going to say it. But if you've been listening and paying attention, then you know 12 up, 12 down. Another inning of no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. If you can't figure it out from there, well, I'm sorry about that. The Blue Devils, they're coming up to bat to try to get some more runs. We'll find out next. Do they get some? Amo, I believe Sharp, and Ives on the North Country Sports Authority. Steve, right three, you're out. Now what's going on? You haven't hit the ball for weeks. The cold showers at home are killing me, Coach. My old water heater isn't putting out the hot water it used to. Sounds like this player needs a Bradford White water heater. All the hot water he'll need for showers, laundry, and the dishes. Gas, electric, tankless. Have your contractor get a Bradford White water heater at Potsdam Messina and Governor Plumbing Supply or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. There's the pitch. Oh, is he ever hot now? If you've been hurt in a car accident, call the lawyers at the Carlisle Law Firm. We can help you get the answers that you need. Don't try to handle it yourself. For almost 60 years, the lawyers at the Carlisle Law Firm have been fighting to represent the folks who are injured in the North Country, getting them the medical care they need and money they deserve for injuries they've sustained through other people's negligence. Two convenient locations to serve you better, 602 State Street in Augensburg and 215 Washington Street in Watertown. At the Carlisle Law Firm, we work hard for hardworking people. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. This baby going kind of quick the way Baldwin and the Blue Devils mowing down these batters from Malone. But now your Blue Devils with a 5 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard come up to bat here. 
in the bottom of the fourth. And up to bat here for your OFA Blue Devils is Cooper Hunter. He's batting in place of Gavin Amo this inning. Cooper Hunter actually named the Ogdensburg Boys and Girls Cub. Jeez, uh, oh, give me cricket. Boy or girl of the year. Can't think of the exact title. So congratulations to Cooper Hunter for that. I find that very significant. That was sent out, a matter of fact, by Tom Lucky this afternoon in part of the newsletter. So a strike here on Hunter. Here comes the pitch, and he swings and misses, and that will be strike three, and Hunter goes down via the K here to begin this bottom of the fourth year OFA Blue Devils. And now we go to the top of the lineup. And really, you just take away that one inning uh, for Van Steenberg, that second inning uh, where he just had trouble getting that third strike across the plate and retiring the Blue Devils. And it was that inning their bats woke up with three hits, and in the end they got four runs. But you take that away. You take that inning away, it's a one nothing game right now. Here comes the pitch, and that right down the middle, sizing that one up was sharp. He is 0-for-1 this afternoon, grounded out to shore in the first, walked in the second, and eventually came around to score off of Grant LeBeau, RBI double. And now here comes the next pitch, and that catches the inside corner right at the kneecaps. And now no balls and two strikes to count. Eyes on deck in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Baldwin in the hole for your OFA Blue Devils. And Steenberg kicks up the leg. Here comes the pitch that has popped up in the infield. Second base coming kind of close to the pitcher's mound, a little to the left of it, has the grab. And Sharp is retired F. In the books, so two up, two down so far here in this bottom half of the fourth. It's a six inning game. Again, a double header, but we'll only be broadcasting game one. Your Blue Devils with four runs in the bottom of the second, added another in the bottom of the third, and have a five nothing lead. And now ball hit up and drifting by the first baseman just into foul territory over to his left. The Huskies first baseman Rogers has the grab, the can of corn. Ives is retired, F3 in the books, and that was a quick inning for your OFA Blue Devils. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base, and I imagine Baldwin's arm still feeling pretty warm because he didn't sit too long as he comes in to try to get the cleanup batter in Schorf. Lamica in the sixth spot and Pupor in the seventh spot. They are due up next year, the three, for the Malone Huskies on the North Country Sports Authority. At Community Health Center of the North Country, we believe giving you access to health care is only part of what we can do to build healthier communities. It's also about supporting transportation, food and housing, and other organizations' good work. After all, an economically strong North Country will also be a healthy North Country, and our team is proud to play its part in achieving that goal. Community Health Center of the North Country, where community is not just in our name, it's what we believe in. Find out more at chcnorthcountry.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty. I welcome you back. It's a big inning here for your OFA Blue Devils. They are up 5 to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard in game one of a doubleheader here this afternoon at Ogdensburg Pre-Academy against the Malone Huskies. They struck for four in the bottom of the second. Their bats woke up with three hits. In that inning, Mitchell Breno got a hit. Grant LeBeau got a hit. Hayden Ives got a hit. 
And Jackson Jones got an RBI as he got the ball over to second base, the right side of the field to get in a runner at third to get things going a little bit. And, well, then they scratched another run off of Jackson Jones' RBI double, scoring Connor Griffith in the third for this 5 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And it is Dalton Schorf, 0-for-1, struck out in the second inning. That will climb into the right-handed batter's box. Lamica on deck and Pupor in a hole here for the Malone Huskies. Baldwin beginning now his fifth inning of work. He has pitched absolutely marvelous here this afternoon. Here comes the pitch right down the middle, strike one. <clears throat> Truthfully, like I said, he, I mean he's pitched phenomenal over the years. But he may be hitting the strike zone more than I've ever seen him hit it, and he hits it all the time. But, I mean, he is throwing to the plate here. Here comes the pitch, and a beautiful curveball chopped out in front of Ives, grabs it in the glove, throws it over to first, and two, three put out in the books to get short. Lamica now comes up, 0-for-1, struck out in the second. Pupor on deck, and Rogers in the hole here for the Malone Huskies. Top of the fifth inning this afternoon being brought to you by our friends at Pepsi Augensburg Bottlers. And now Baldwin gets ready to face the second batter of this inning. And a beauty had some mustard on her and across the plate for strike one. He's got nine strikeouts in this game. That is 13 batters in a row retired by your OFA Blue Devils. And now swinging and missing Lamica, no balls and two strikes. Over the years, the Blue Devils, they've had a lot of good players and athletes. No doubt about it in the game of baseball. And now that'll be strike three, the 10th strikeout for Baldwin here this afternoon. The overall 12th rung up in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K-Count. But more important, the Blue Devils got two outs here in this top of the fifth. And Pupor now. Left-handed batter for the Huskies. 0-for-1. He struck out as well in the second inning. Rogers on deck. Baldwin gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Throwing nothing but strikes today. The God's honest truth. I don't have the percentages, but I think 90% of the time he's throwing strikes, if not 91 to 92% of his pitches. I mean, phenomenal accuracy today. Here comes the pitch. Swing and missing is Pupor. And by phenomenal actually, I don't mean he's just throwing it in there letting the guys hit it. Like, he's gotten some curveballs that have just dropped a couple feet here in this game across the plate. I mean, phenomenal. Here comes the next pitch. Swing and missing, and just like that, three pitches. Down goes Pupor. 11th strikeout. 15 in a row retired by your OFA Blue Devils going back to the very first inning. Another inning of no runs. No hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. That is right. He is one inning away. Your Malone Huskies go out to the diamond defensively as your Blue Devils will come up to the bat in the bottom of this fifth inning. Baldwin will lead us off to help out his own cause. Toronto will bat second, and Griffith in the third spot here, in this inning anyways, when we come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. 
It hasn't been the nicest of conditions out on the links. Been cold at times, windy, little rainy, wet. But this young man played some very solid golf through it all, helping his team get off to a 3-0 start in league play. The votes are in. This week's Mark Backus and Sons Pepsi Augensburg Bowlers Athlete of the Week is Jake Van House from the OFA Boys Golf Team. Very first match of the year for OFA at a very tough course, the Malone Country Club. Van House in cold conditions claims top medalist honors with a round of 39. OFA beats Malone. Next day at Messina, Van House goes out and has a solid round. Scores a 40 on the card with a birdie on the par for 13th. OFA wins. Just two days later at it again. Van House in cold and wet conditions at home in the St. Lawrence State Park course. Once again claims top medalist honor shooting a 39. High quality golf in tough conditions. Helping his team get off to a 3-0 record to start the year. For his efforts, Jake will receive a three-piece chicken dinner from Dixie Lee and Augensburg. And no doubt this week's Mark Backus and Sons Pepsi Augensburg Bowlers Athlete of the Week. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, I welcome you back to Ethan Baldwin, agreeing with the head umpire as he called strike one against, and it was right down the middle of the plate. Your OFA Blue Devils, just in case you're joining me, important games against the Malone Huskies. I say games, it's a doubleheader. We're in game one. And now one fouled back just behind home plate up over the fence and out of play. No balls and two strikes is your count. OFA four runs in the second, one in the third for the 5 nothing lead. And that's where we stand on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Here comes the pitch. Baldwin rips it foul down the third baseline, officially out of play. The Blue Devils, if they, at the end of the year, maybe hope to share the regular season division crown or possibly beat Messina. They've got to win both games here today, and they're off to a good start with a 5 nothing lead in game one. And now a ball hit right up the middle, and that will be a base hit for Ethan Baldwin to lead off this bottom of the fifth inning. But Baldwin has pitched absolutely phenomenal. It will be a little bit, even though the Blue Devils have very good pitchers behind Baldwin, it'll be a little bit of a different story. Malone might be able to get their bat on the ball a little bit more in game two, so the defense is going to have to be real solid. Unfortunately, I won't be here for game two. We're going to have to rely on the good old Doc Shea to find out and let us know, baby, what happened in game two, and we'll read about it tomorrow here as Jackson Toronto will come up to bat with nobody down and a runner on first base here. Griffith on deck, Breno in the hole for your OFA Blue Devils. Toronto is one for two, flew out to left field, lined out to left field. A nice play by the left fielder coming in, going to his knees, catching the ball, a snow cone catch. And then he singled in the third. And now Van Steenberg throws. There's a ball hit. Three hopper to short. Short will go to second, get the lead runner in Baldwin out. And with the fielder's choice, Jackson Toronto stands on first base with one down. Blue Devils waking up their bats a little bit here on this Tuesday afternoon. I think I said it was Monday earlier. And now Van Steenberg gets ready to deliver to Griffith. Here comes the pitch. Hit, fouled, out of play over the Malone dugout down the third base side. The Huskies in their white pants with the thin green stripe. They got the green jerseys dark with the white numbers on the back. The OFA Blue Devils, gray pants, thin blue stripe up the side, bright blue jerseys, white numbers on the back. And left-handed batter Griffith 
He walked in the second, came around to score, reached via fielder's choice in the third, came around to score. A little bit of a luck charm for your old fave Blue Devils today. If he seems to get on, he seems to come in. And he's got a strike. And the last one against him here, two strikes as Van Steenberg throws the next pitch and that swung at and missed. Catcher dropped it, but with first base being occupied, there has to be no throw to first base. So Griffith goes down. The third strikeout for Van Steenberg here this afternoon in game one. And now that will bring up pinch hitter in Chris Garcia here for the OFA Blue Devils. Batting for Mitchell Breno. And now we've got time taken by head coach Larry Mahaffey here. So Garcia for Breno. And it looks like Oren Morchel on deck for your OFA Blue Devils. Not quite sure what head coach Larry Mahaffey is saying to the umpire. But I guess they've got their things noted. Eyes dotted, T's crossed, and we get ready to back into action here. Garcia with two outs. They run around first base. Gets into the batter's box for the first time here this afternoon. And here comes the pitch, and that is low and outside. One ball and no strikes. As mentioned, Owen Warchel now on deck. Head coach Larry Mahaffey, he's the first base coach. Assistant coach Steve Pearson, he's down the third base side for your old fade Blue Devils. And Van Steenberg sets, delivers, and there's the ball hit hard out into right field. Right fielder has it in the glove. Didn't have to move too much. And Garcia retired F9 in the books. Your Blue Devils, no runs. They do get one hit, no errors. They do strand one. We now go to the top of the six. Your Blue Devils with a 5 nothing lead. Well, if they can get three outs, not surrender more than four runs, then, hey, they're going to walk away with the victory. But a lot more on the line than that. Can it get done? We'll find out next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Before I was J-Lo, I found my second home here at the Boys and Girls Club. Daniel coaches baseball at the club. But he's also coaching kids and teens to reach their full potential. Phyllis teaches kids how to make healthy snacks but she's also teaching them a recipe for success. At the club, kids and teens learn new skills in our STEM labs. Let's design a code that will teach me a dance move. But really, they're learning to engineer their future. Our trained youth development professionals use club activities to mentor, to make a connection, and to teach them they can. At the Boys and Girls Club, it's not just about being on stage. It's about helping kids walk across it. Announcing our graduating class. Larry Maldonado taught me how to dance at the Boys and Girls Club. But that's not why I made it. I made it because he taught me I can. I'm Jennifer Lopez, national spokesperson for Boys and Girls Clubs. Great futures start here. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back, ladies and gentlemen, to Boys High School Baseball here this afternoon. Not only are these big games for your All-Bay Blue Devils against Malone, they're currently tied with Malone in second at 2-1, and one, 
trying to keep pace with the 4-0 Raiders. And now Baldwin throws strike one foul down the first base side out of play. It is 7-8-9 in the lineup for the Malone Huskies, Rogers, Schaefer, and Fakir. Baldwin has been just, I mean, like super glue to the strike zone here this afternoon, and not by just placing him over the plate for them to hit. I mean, just with his placement on the outside corners, the inside corners, the curveball dropping like crazy, and now strike two to Rogers. He swung and missed on the second pitch. No balls and two strikes. Baldwin gets ready. Kicks up the leg. Foul down the first base side. He has pitched phenomenal this year against Governor. He's pitched phenomenal against Potsdam. And now he's pitching phenomenal here against the Malone Huskies in game one of this doubleheader. We will only be broadcasting game one. Rogers trying to stay alive. Here comes the pitch. A curveball. He gets out of the way and it comes across the plate. And that be the 12th strikeout for Rogers. 14th overall in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K-Count. And I'm going to tell you a little something, something. We are now through five and a third innings worth of work. There has been 16 Husky batters come up. There has been 16 Husky batters retired in a row. And strike one now to Schaefer. Twelve of the 16 batters have been retired via the strikeout. Three of them have retired from ground balls to second, then the throw to first, and one time right out in front of Hayden Ives. Now up in the strike zone a little bit, evens up the count one and one. Obviously, Ethan has pitched phenomenal over the years for OFA, but he is just, I don't know if I've ever seen him more accurate in the years than he is right now. And he just doesn't get credit for, which I think is a good pitch, but it was up a little bit. And now that is two balls and one strike here to Schaefer. Here comes the pitch. It's in the dirt. And now three balls and one strike to count here to Schaefer. Fakir on deck for the Malone Huskies. Baldwin gets ready. Here comes the pitch right down the middle of the plate. Wow. I'll call it like it is. Ball's a steal right there. Three and one. You got a lot riding on the line. You find the strike zone the way he did. Could he do it again here? Three balls and two strikes to count. Here comes the pitch. Right down the middle. Strike three. Oh, Chimney Cricket in the wild frontier. There was the opportunity. It could have went wayside. And he battles back after being down three balls and one strike. And now Fakir comes up to bat here for the Malone Huskies. Or, no, I'm sorry. They do have a pinch hitter in. They might have had one, too, the last inning, trying to track down a Husky lineup, but no matters. It's right down the middle of the play. 13 strikeouts. 17 up, 17 down. I have not said the words yet, but he is this close. Here comes the pitch. Right down the middle. Strike two. He is one strike away. One defensive out and play away here. From a victory, and, oh, give it to him almost. A good call by the ump. Me just wanting him to get that strike. It was close, but not close enough. And now one ball, two strikes. Here comes the next one. Swing and missing, and that is a perfect six-inning game for Ethan Baldwin here at Augensburg Free Academy today. 
14 strikeouts, 18 batters up, 18 batters down, a perfect game. No walks, no hits, no errors. 14 out of the 18 batters went down via the K. Congratulations. It's got to go to him. Our Buster's player of the game. When you pitch a perfect game, you deserve it. And he is our Buster's player of the game as we quickly dive ourselves into the Mort Backus and Sons post-game show. Your Blue Devils, game one of this doubleheader, coming into it 2-1, and one, tied for second with Malone. The Raiders ahead in first at 4-0. So got to win both games today in order to keep pace with the Messina Red Raiders. So we get into game one, and, well, three up, three down for the Huskies. Your Blue Devils, they got their first batter up, Sharp. He got out, and Hayden I was hit by a pitch that was on first. But then the Huskies, Van Steenberg, he got the next two outs, and the Blue Devils were retired. Three up, three down for the Huskies in the top of the second. Blue Devils came up to bat in the bottom of the second, and they started to get a feel a little bit. Connor Griffiths led us off with a walk. Mitchell Brettel single. Both those guys scored. Jackson Jones then an RBI single. Uh, Grant LeBeau, an RBI double. He came in to score as well. Four runs off of three hits. In that inning for your OFA Blue Devils, they took a 4 nothing lead into the top of the third. The Huskies, three up, three down in that top half of the third. Your Blue Devils, they scratch one more in the bottom of the third. Connor Griffith got on via fielder choice, eventually stole a base, and then a two-strike RBI double uh, by Jackson Jones drives him in, and the OFA Blue Devils take a 5 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supplies scoreboard. We go to the top of the fourth. And, well, three up, three down, 12 in a row, retired by Ethan Baldwin and your OFA Blue Devils. In the bottom of the fourth, your Blue Devils, for the first time here this afternoon, they go up three, or excuse me, three up and three down. In the top of the fifth, Malone comes up and, just like he's done, continues to throw the ball across the plate. Beautiful speed on a fastball off speed. The curveball was dropping like dynamite. Three up, three down in the top of the fifth for the Malone Huskies. At that point, he had retired 15 batters in a row and had 11 strikeouts in the contest at Ethan Baldwin. We get into the uh, bottom of the fifth inning, and your OFA Blue Devils, a single to lead them off by Ethan Baldwin. But then uh, they didn't get anything going. The next three batters got out, and your Blue Devils took that 5 nothing lead and perfect game into the top of the sixth where Ethan Baldwin struck out the first batter, and then it was three balls and one strike to the next batter. I mean, that's some pressure, and he throws two strikes down the middle of the plate to get the strikeout, his 13th strikeout of the contest out of 17 batters, and then gets the next guy to strike out, striking out 14 of 18 batters in a perfect game, 18 up and 18 down. I feel like to celebrate... If Homestead was open and they still had the jungle juices, I swear to God, I'd go buy 18 little jungle juices, and I think I'd put 18 down and then put 18 cartons away or whatever because that's exactly what Baldwin did today. Congratulations to him, and congratulations to Blue Devils. It just wasn't Baldwin. They finally woke up their bats a little bit in the second inning, as I mentioned, those players that got some hits. So they had to get the hitting behind them, but, hey, it really helps when your pitcher comes out and throws a perfect game in game one of a doubleheader games, especially that you need and want to win here this afternoon. So I want to thank you for listening. If there was a game that I was going to do, 
I'll tell you what, I got treated, you and I did, to a perfect game here this afternoon. I can say nothing more than that. I thank you for listening. Phil, back at the station for pressing the buttons, making the magic happen. And, well, your Blue Devils, a final in game one, five to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. We will not be broadcasting game two, but we wish them the best of luck. Turn to Doc Shea in the Augensburg Journal tomorrow to see what took place in game two. But what took place in game one? The perfect game. And you heard it right here on the North Country Sports Authority. Style, agility, and sportiness are all combined into one with the Buick Regal and Regal Tour X at Mort Bacchus & Sons. The Regal lineup offers excellent driving performance, available all-wheel drive, and cargo versatility unmatched by many of the cars on the road today. For added peace of mind, the Regal is also available with an impressive list of safety features. Stop by and see our friendly professional sales staff on Route 68 or check us out online at mortbacchus.com. Mort Bacchus & Sons, taking care of the North Country for over 65 years. Thank you. Have a nice day. Ugh, did you see all that tobacco marketing in there? Marketing? I didn't see anything. Come on, they had a whole display of cigarette packs. That's tobacco marketing? Yeah, it's in our convenience stores, gas stations, drug stores. And studies show the more of it kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. Wow, our kids have seen enough. How can I protect them from tobacco marketing? You can take action at TobaccoFreeNYS.org. Brought to you by Reality Check of St. Lawrence County. 713-4861. Hi, this is Richard from St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. We have a free app for fraud protection on your debit card. Real-time alerts to keep you informed when your card is used. Transaction controls allow your card to work only in specific locations or geographic areas. You have the ability to turn your card off so no withdrawals or purchases will be approved. Download the Card Valet app and enter your information. It's easy. Check us out online or stop into one of our offices in Ogdensburg, Canton, or Potsdam. Federally insured by the NCUA. At Community Health Center of the North Country, we believe giving you access to health care is only part of what we can do to build healthier communities. It's also about supporting transportation, food and housing, and other organizations' good work. After all, an economically strong North Country will also be a healthy North Country, and our team is proud to play its part in achieving that goal. Community Health Center of the North Country, where community is not just in our name, it's what we believe in. Find out more at chcnorthcountry.org. Now what's going on? You haven't hit the ball for weeks. The cold showers at home are killing me, coach. My old water heater isn't putting out the hot water it used to. Sounds like this player needs a Bradford White Water Heater. All the hot water he'll need for showers, laundry, and the dishes. Gas, electric, tankless. Have your contractor get a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam Messina and Governor Plumbing Supply or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. There's the pitch. Oh, is he ever hot now? Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. 
Buster's delicious burgers are 8 ounces, grilled, seasoned, cooked medium well. Have you tried the Bill Burger? Comes with a mild wing sauce, crumbly blue cheese, lettuce, tomato, red onion, mayo, and bacon. Tasty. Tough choice though. Buster's house specialty, the Ritzy Chicken. Tender chicken breast, hand breaded, deep fried, over fettuccine, topped with their own Alfredo sauce. And then there's always the Jeter Quesadilla that talks to me. Grilled chicken, spinach, crumbles of bacon, cheddar jack cheese, tomatoes, and ranch dressing. Which one do you want? Get it at Buster's in Augensburg or can. Too good to have just one. Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 AM with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long right here at ESPN 1400 AM.